Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Extra Life Podcast, the most controversial podcast in gaming. My name is Hattie, and I am joined by Christian on this lovely, lovely day. And today, we're actually doing something a little bit different. A little bit different today. Uh, We have a shorter podcast for you. This is the bite-sized version. As we discussed last episode, uh, we said that if any major news stories comes out in the next week or, or weeks, we would cover it immediately. Well, we have two big spicy articles, or not articles, news stories for you. So, Christian? Yes. Let's jump right into it. So the first thing yes. we're going to talk about is Game of uh, not Game of the Year, Game Awards. The Game Awards, not Game of the Year yet, but we're going to talk about the Game Awards. Uh, so a little bit different this year. The Game Awards uh, completely removed a whole category. I told Christian a little bit about this. They actually removed players' voice. Opinions little, on that? Little, little, little controversial, I think, but. You know, they did, they do allow us now to vote in each category. It's true. However, I will say, I will say this, that the the, the voting, it's like barely anything. It's like 15%. It's it's, it's pretty shitty, but I mean, if you look at all other big awards, like, you know, the Grammys, uh, the Golden Globes, stuff like that. Yeah, there, there's like a little bit of public voting in there, but we all know our voice don't matter for that shit. So so I could see... I, I could see why they're doing this. You know, they, they want to push this more mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, understandable why they did this. Honestly, and I don't want to compare this to a different award show, but honestly, I like the... So, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, actually, it's all players' choice for what I mm. believe. Honestly, I feel like that's how all award shows should be. It should be players' choice. It shouldn't be the... It's like, that's more official. It's what people actually watch it's what people actually play it's what people listen to in terms of all award shows in general so honestly i feel like it should all be player choice i I get what they're doing or they're trying to include players voice more but it came off as if they were trying to downplay our voice and i'm sorry uh jeff jeff what's his name What, what what's the host's name jeff something something someone annoying guy he's always just like super happy about um, everything for the game awards yeah oh jeff uh i think it's nightly keely nightly something, something like that yeah he's he's like a he's a he's a pretty big guy in the ign world so we all we all know who he is yeah, it's jeff keely uh jeff keely uh yeah so and he spells his name with a g kind of yeah. baller kind of yeah. fucking well, baller if you ask well, me well let's it's <laughs> not Let's not play that. That's what this podcast is about. However, dumb name. Boo. Um, <laughs> if you can't tell, it is it is very early for us. We are recording it this is early, new- so if we sound a little delirious, you know why. It's, it's, it's noon on a Sunday, so bear with us, please. But we are <laughs> we are dedicated to this, so this is why we're pushing out this news here today. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good. Let's go over to the nominees for each category. Here Should we just nominees. jump right into game of the year? Like just well, start I mean, from the, the, the top? Yeah, let's, let's just start from the top. Start from the top. 
Uh, so game of the year. Your nominees are Floop. It takes two. Metroid Dread. Psychonauts 2. Ratchet and Clank. Rift Apart. And Resident Evil Village. Christian, I know you had some heated takes, so let's hear them. It's doo doo. <laughs> like, it? It's 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 doo doo. It? I don't like it. So, <laughs> all right. So listen, I'm not. I didn't play most of these games on here. I will be completely honest. But the ones that I do know of, so it takes two. I did play it. It's extremely fun, but like. Uh, it, it has the stigma of it's an EA game, and that just irks me for some reason. I don't know why. Well, Listen, actually, we all know why, because I, I hate EA. Listen, I don't like Bethesda. However, Arcane Studios, I do like, because I, I really like the Dishonored games. So, like, like, you don't have to like... I feel like the studio is just kind of there. You can like games that have the shitty studio. EA is not a good studio. Everyone knows fuck EA. That's, 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 eh. the, that's the slogan. Oh, EA, basically. You say EA, oh, the fuck EA. I mean, like, because they never, they barely produce good games. So it's, it's, I feel like you need to praise them when they produce something good. In fact, It Takes Two was extremely good. I watched multiple people, people play it. It looks fantastic. The graphics are great. Each level has not only the base story, but also little even side mechanics to just whatever you want each separate room like there it wasn't it was a very linear story but it had so much content in it like and it also had the mini games and the ever it, it had like a ton of ton of stuff it shows that like they really put time and effort uh, and it really does show because this is also the studio that made uh, a way out which was also i actually did play that one great game i actually did i played um a way out and i actually streamed it like a couple years ago with my friend and it was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. But so, um I feel like it's like almost the same thing like where it, they yeah, do just no, the games. I get that, but I I do like it takes two. I did play it, I like it. Um yeah, that's good. So Deathloop and Ratchet and Clank, I do not have a PS5, so I did not play those. Uh I will say though Ratchet and Clank was my favorite game on PlayStation at the time. So Kind of sad I didn't get to play it, but what I've heard, it's a Ratchet and Clank game. Like it's just Ratchet and Clank with extremely beautiful visuals. Uh, Metroid Dread did not play it, but from what I yeah. heard, it's really good. It's really good. Um, it's really so good. Resident Evil Village absolutely adored this game. I loved it. I played it, and I'm like a little chicken shit when it comes to I guess scary games and air quotations. Like, I get scared super easily, and I thoroughly enjoyed my jump scares and playthrough of Resident Evil Village. I, I, can I admit something here on the podcast? And people sure. are going to get upset at me. I've never played a Resident Evil game. You know, I, I'm going to think long and hard here. But we're going to have to call it quits. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 this is the end, guys. Well, it's, you heard it done. here first. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last nominee is also Psychonauts 2, a game that came out very recently that almost everyone forgot instantly. However, when I from what I saw with it, it looked really cool. I don't know why people like immediately forgot about it. Like not all enough people I feel like talk about that game. Yeah, it, it looks good. Um I, I said earlier before we started recording, I was too indulged in Rocket League when the game came out, so like I didn't even like bat my eye twice at the game. Kind of wish I played it, but 
Yeah, but but still, all in all, my my total view on the specific game of the years, I just I don't like them. I don't like them, and I do think, in my personal opinion, Forza Horizon Five got they got gypped. It should have been on this list. A lot of people been of the saying it. A lot of people's been saying that. I've never played uh, Forza Horizon, so I just it it scored a ten. Like it scored a ten. It's so good. I I put enough hours into it before halo multiplayer came out like it's so it's such a good game it's it's uh i don't know it's so good and like i'm really upset it's not on game of the year but well maybe 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 in another game award it'll it'll win it in, in another in another timeline did it did win that Hopefully. so let's move on to the next category Kind of has the same games, but it doesn't. Best game direction. Uh, Deathloop. It takes two. Eternal. Psychonauts 2. And Ratchet and Clank rifts apart. Uh, so Returnal finally making its debut. They took out... Uh, was it that they, take, that they took out from the last one? They took out Resident Evil. <laughs> so the one game... Yeah, they, they literally just took out Resident Evil and Metroid. <laughs> and that's right yeah that's right honestly if it takes two doesn't win best game direction that that that'd be they'd be missing honestly i feel like it had the best game direction at well, like game. and and going back to our episode two here with like couch co-op it takes two is a beautiful co-op game so oh it's my like God. It's, what, a, what a gorgeous game it, it just ties in for like everything we were talking about last week in, into this like i i truly yep. think it, it should win this title. Like, hands 100% down. 100% should win this award. Uh, if it takes who doesn't win Game of the Year, wins this award at least. So, yeah, I, 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 can I, see, I can see it being tough between Deathloop and It Takes Two. Because, like, everything else we've had before. Like, the best game direction, it's supposed to be for, like, outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Nothing changed the Ratchet and Clank. It's still the Ratchet and Clank game. From what I know, Psychonauts 2 is just a sequel to Psychonauts. So, like, Deathloop and It Takes Two is, like, completely just out there, and it, it deserves... One of those two deserve to win this game. Or deserve to win really this title. I never really played Returnal, nor did I really see anyone care about it. Um, that's the alien one. The one where, like, you just fight hordes of aliens, I think. Yeah, I, I didn't I don't look too much into it, so that's why I, I didn't talk about it for it, because I have no idea what it's about. So I don't want to put my opinion on something I don't know. I don't either. Uh, I saw, like, a trailer that came out, like, a couple months ago. I was like, okay, that would look kind of neat, but, like, it's... Yeah. I just have I've never heard anyone talk about Returnal, or even mention it. So that's, that's my take on that, at least. Uh... Next category, we got Best Narrative. Your nominees are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Um, Life is Strange always has had a great, great, like, stories. Uh, I have opinions on Life is Strange. I'm not going to go over them because we actually do have an episode coming up talking about story-based games so i want to save it for my opinions for that but what i will say for right now the stories in life and strange are always really good and they're always told really really well so i've i've watched a full play uh playthrough of true colors or at least what it's out right now so it's i feel like it it's pretty good 
yeah from so from this list for the best narrative um again i think it takes two is really good it's it's nice storytelling uh, I feel like I've... it's okay storytelling. I feel like it's mostly the gameplay that it, it's it takes to as a very basic story. You know, it's just like struggling couple. Yeah, and then another really good one that I could see possibly winning is uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So my friend told me he's been playing that game, and the story is really, really good in it. Mm-hmm. So that's I, what I, I could see. Too. Yeah, so that that's gonna be a tough one. It's yeah. probably going to be a tough category, but... It's going to be a tough category. Uh, Psychonauts also, I heard, had a great, great story. Deathloop, I don't think, deserves to win in this one. I think if Deathloop won that, that'd be missing something. Our yeah, Deathloop no, story I, I, was I not could, great. Yeah, I could see it more for, like, the best game direction, but not, not best narrative. Yeah. I don't no, see it No, the best narrative, I, I do not think that it deserves to win. Uh, Let us move on to best art direction. Nominees are The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Anna, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, so I actually have never even heard of two of these games. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of uh, Kenna. Hold up, hold up. Can, I, can I just uh, this because these but they look and sound fucking awesome. Can I just say that? Can a bridge of spirits? That sounds dope. Bridge of spirits. Let me just let me just take a little bit of pixie here. Just see. I'm just gonna do a quick image look through. Oh my god, this looks fucking awesome. What the Does hell? It, look How I... it looks so cool. It's like little trolls and sh- shit. Why <laughs> have I never heard of this? It's on the switch. It's on the switch. Oh shit. Okay. looks awesome though i will say that it looks pretty pretty freaking cool who's it yeah, by I've, ember lab i've never heard of the artful escape either so those, those like two I've heard games about it very no briefly. i heard about it very briefly um just art direction um honestly yeah. i really do like the new styling of ratchet and clank it looks absolutely gorgeous look like that they should have replaced death loop with with it takes two in this category as well yeah and as you can see the uh running occurrence here is there there's a lot of same games in each category so yeah i mean but that that's every single year but like that like you'll always see the same type of games in every single category yeah it usually gets replaced by like one or two and different there's one games. category that has the same game every single year yes yes it. yes you know it's coming up uh Best score and music. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Cyberpunk 2077 actually made something? Are you I know it's um... okay? I'll, I'll give it I'll give it the benefit of a doubt. Looking up right now, an ad first. I'll put it over the microphone so that everyone can hear this. Is it is it worthy? Is it worthy of it deserving any sort of nomination? Clearly. Um. <sighs> Good old EDM music. That's kind of fucking cool, though. 
it's, no, they, it did. It did have a really good score, uh, so I, I could see why it's on there. It's 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 okay. I do uh, think though, one game in particular on here. But when once you I go didn't over, go the, over list, the nominations yet, I didn't even go over the nominations. So let me just go over them real quickly before we say anything. The nominations are the Artful Escape, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Deathloop, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Near Replicant Ver one. Point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. I don't know why they said version. It, okay, uh, sure. Yes, that game has a beautiful fucking score. It needs to win this category. Okay. Near near replicant score is phenomenal. I love it. Like I I can literally just listen to it all day. I love it. Play near it, it needs to win. They're they're both really good. Like this, yeah. this needs to win. This, this score, that just hands down, hands down should win. Uh, yeah. I mean, best score. I mean, I feel like this is like one of the strongest categories. Like people don't consider this one of the biggest ones, but at least I consider it the biggest ones. So I feel like gaming and music go land so much. Like the Mario music. Like when when you hear one one playing, you're like, oh, this is so cool because it has such an impact on your immersion. Like the music's cool, you're gonna be like jamming out, you know, playing the game, like all cool. Like I feel like it has such a bigger impact than what ha- what it has on the categories. Oh, 100%. And a game that can attest to that uh, released, I think, what was it, 20, 2018 maybe? Or maybe 19? Are you going to say? Um, when I, I, I Persona say 5. Persona 5. Uh, the best. You thought I was going to uh, gonna say what? You are going to say uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Well, okay, that too. But no, but uh, Persona's 5 soundtrack, the score, everything in that just a masterpiece and uh but it's not on the list so who cares but that that's just <laughs> saying like the music in there immerses you into the game more so like you said people don't really pay attention to this category or the music in the games but realistically it does play a big part and it does like pull you into a game more when you hear like through your headset or your TV just beautiful soundtracks playing so true that's true. All right, our next category is best audio design. Your nominees are Deathloop, Forza Horizon Five, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. Um, honestly, just because Forza Horizon Five wasn't in game of the uh, game of the year, I feel like it should win this. I mean. Let's just, let's Honestly, just though, so that's one of the things they praised in all reviews is how beautiful the game sounds because they completely like redid it from what it used to be. So from like the tire screeching, engines revving, cars flying by you, like all of that changed in this uh, game. And it's it's truly just an audio masterpiece from everything. Not not the soundtrack. Soundtrash is doo doo, but everything else perfect in it and it needs to win yep yep so let's move on to our next category do we have to go over this one i mean no one really is gonna uh, care yeah uh, we'll, we'll at least uh say it and like give the list but we don't we don't well, need I to, have go to over read because... these names i i want you to know that i have to okay fine whatever i'll, I'll <laughs> you want me to do it I, no i got this uh <laughs> best performance 
Erica Mori as Alex Chen in Life is Strange True Colors. Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. Jason Keeley as Colt Van in Deathloop. Uh, Maggie Robinson as Lady Dimitris <laughs> as in Resident Evil Village. And Ozu Ozioma Akaga as Juliana Blake in Deathloop. I'm sorry if I, I butchered everyone's names. You did pull. good. You did okay. good. Don't worry. Okay. But yeah, well, we, we don't need to go over this because honestly, well, I, I, I kind of want to say so. Giancarlo Esposito, uh, phenomenal actor, and I saw what he did in Far Cry 6, and I honestly I think that he deserves to win this one. He he always does great work in, in like everything that he's in. I think he's in The Boys. Am I right about that? Giancarlo Esposito. If I'm right about this, then um I hope you're wrong. Why? He <laughs> is in the boys. I fucking knew it. He's the bad guy Damn in the it. boys. Damn it. I wanted you boys. to be wrong just so I could hear like the disappointment because you were so keen on like <laughs> this guy's in the oh, boys. Like, I know it. <laughs> he's he, he's the bad guy. He's like the head villain in, in the boys. He's always really, really good, so. I think he deserves to win. But let's move on to our next category. Games for Impact. The nominees are Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon? Okay. Kikori, mm -hmm. A Colorful colorful, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. Uh, Got a question. What the fuck is Boyfriend Dungeon? Uh, so surprisingly, I have an answer, and don't ask me why. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I, I actually saw this game uh, about a couple months ago on Game Pass, and like okay. same thought you just had. I'm like, what is this? Like, what is this, this is, game? Honestly, if I sat on Game Pass and and it was free to play, I would play it too. So let's. I did. I I played a little bit of it because it is really weird. But it's it's like this weird like RPG like dating simulator game i don't know like that's the best way to put it it's weird it's so weird but like it was fun question mark like i don't, I don't know like <laughs> like that's, i actually kind of liked that's it really funny. that's really like, funny. i kind of uh, i kind of liked it for the few hours i played but like once i turned it off i just had no reason to go back to it so i, I never no, finished fair. it that's fair. That's fair. Uh, when i I'm saw sure. this when i saw this game on the list and i was like oh i can't wait for Hattie to say it, because I actually have an answer for it. So I was excited about it. Because <laughs> you knew I was going to look at it. And so context, exactly. I barely looked. I took like a quick brief on, like I think, just Game of the Year nominees. I haven't really looked at, I haven't looked at any other categories. So I, this is all new to me, which is why I'm the one reading it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... um. I barely played any of these games. Uh, I saw someone play Chicory, A Colorful Tale. It looks really cool. Um, I'm sure someone has their opinions out there, but for right now, that's my opinion. Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Also, Life is Strange, True Colors, once again, great game, but I don't think it... It has a good... It, they always have a good message, so I think that also is a nominee as well. It's a good nominee. Uh... 
And here's the category where everyone knows who's gonna win. You guys ready for this one? No, I am not. Legends Final Fantasy 14. 14 (laughs) online Genshin Impact Call of Duty Warzone. And the winner is Fortnite. Every single year, for how many years straight? Fortnite has won this 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 award every single goddamn year. I'm hoping this year it's different. Uh, Genshin Impact, I think, deserve has deserves at least some spot in there. Apex deserves it. Call of Duty's Warzone, get the fuck out, get the fuck out right now. I I, I can see so like for this list, uh, Genshin, Final Fantasy, and Apex. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Those. Yeah, those those three. But we all know Fortnite is going to win. So there's Unfortunately. not wins every single year. But but like if Apex, Final Fantasy, or Genshin wins, I'll be happy. It can be any one of those three. I will be I'll, happy I'll, as long as it's not Warzone or Duty Fortnite. Warzone. Well, honestly, if, if even Call of Duty Warzone beats Fortnite, I'll be happy. As long as Fortnite just doesn't win. Yeah. I feel like it's won yeah, too let, much. Yeah, let's be real. As long as Fortnite doesn't win, we're, we're all happy. Everyone I'm in the so, gaming I'd industry so is happy. happy. Uh. Okay, so here's actually one of the things that I think is actually the most important, uh, the most important game. I mean, the most important award because I, I, I we're, once again, I don't want to go too much into that, but I think indie indie games are some of the most important games in the industry, and we need yes. to give them respect yes. for everything that they have done for gaming as a whole. I mean, just look at Minecraft; it's now one of the biggest, if not the biggest, games out there. It is, and, and it started in it. like 2009 with like a team of five, and it's it, it's like evolved into something so much more. I think Indians are such good. I don't want to go too much in it, so let's just go over the nominees. Twelve yes, minutes. Uh, Death's Door. Actually, you know what? First, I'll do a little bit different. I'm going to say the studio as as well because they okay. deserve recognition. Your nominees are Twelve Minutes, Chris Antonio, Annapurna. Store, Acid Nerve, Devolver Digital. Description: Daniel Mullins Games, Devolver. Anna, Bridge of Spirits, Ember Lab. Loop Hero, Four Quarters, Devolver. Devolver actually has two, but that's that's a major. So the first part. So when I do a quick pause, the the first part is is is. The indie studio, and then the second part is the ones that pick them up after they see the work that they have done. So don't give any of the second part. Give them, give the people at the front runner. So Louis Antonio, Acid Nerve, Daniel Mullins Games, Ember Lab, and Four Quarters. Those are your, those are your studios. And and from what I can see on there, first of all, let me just say, Twelve Minutes, fantastic game. I I saw this game being played. What a fantastic. This is why I love this category so much because I feel like these guys are not restricted by money. They they don't have the same concept as these AAA titles where they just have to produce, produce, produce. They can take as long as they want. They can come up with new ideas, new interesting, fun ideas. And I'm sure there's plenty more indie games that are not on this list that deserve way more recognition than they deserved. Uh, I think that this is one of the most important categories. Uh, indie games hold a special place near my heart um so yeah what what is your take on this christian so i'm kind of on the same boat with you i do think indie games need to be recognized more and they need all of the recognition they can get because yeah. it's 
when these guys make these games, it's not like they have a team of like hundreds of people. It's, it's also like, not like they're going to get paid. They're doing this in rewards of just making a game. A, exactly. a game that, 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 like, hopefully, that hopefully might get recognized, that hopefully might get it's make some money but at the end of the day it's not like a guaranteed like look at look at among us and i know that the, this is kind of a meme for me to say it but let me just say this for 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 the record it took them three years to get recognized three years of just zero profits zero people in their lobbies they made nothing on that for three whole years they just it was there and they obviously spent a lot of time because when, when people started to play it it was obviously coded well um, it was it was obviously fun to play, and, and I know the internet now kind of makes fun of it, but I feel like Among Us does actually deserve some respect in that regard because it is an indie game at the end of the day, um, and and also indie games revolutionize gaming. I mean, just look at everything that's followed now Among Us. We have so many more games that are like that, like where it's just like do your tasks, someone pushes a button, and all hell breaks loose. You know. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. But like, uh, like going back to what I was saying, like it, it's usually like a group of like maybe ten people at max working on these games day in and day out. You know, like they they deserve the recognition. And like, I, I will be honest with you here. Yeah. I've been like neglecting Indian games lately. I haven't been playing too many of them, and like I do need to start playing more. Just because like every time I've played an indie game, they've been phenomenal. But I, I've been caught up with other stuff. But I will, I will make it a point to play more indie games next year, so I have more of a take on this. And like, unfortunately, I just don't know anything about the games on this list, which sucks. By the way, you guys I'm pretty tell. sure they're all good. By the way, you guys could tell which is a good indie game, which one is obviously going to be a scam that was meant that was made by like an 18 year old just to get money. You guys can obviously tell. Just look at look at the look at the Steam page. It, it tells it tells everything. <laughs> I mean, let's move on to our next category. Sorry, that just has a special. Oh, we're getting a spicy one now. You guys ready for this? Just mobile game. Hey, yes. All for all the mobile gamers out there. <laughs> there so there's a not... couple on this list, but. Oh, yeah. I, I know that you're keen on at least one of them because you definitely. I think I tried to get pizza one time. You were like, have you played this game yet? Okay, we're going to get into it. Uh, their nominees are Fantasian, Ancient Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. Yes. And, and, and the game that he's talking about is... Pokemon Unite. <laughs> the League of Legends ripoff. <laughs> listen i so i played pokemon unite when it came out and it is really fun um it sucks that most of the player base thinks it's another pokemon game and they're just trying to go off and do whatever but as soon as you jump into ranked play it is a totally different game and it's so fun i, I truly think Either Pokemon Unite or Genshin Impact again. One of those two are going to win this. And I hope it's Pokemon Unite. It's really fun. Like, the, the model is great. It's, oh, it's it's so good. And it doesn't have the layers and layers of depth as League of Legends or Dota 2. So, like, it's easy to pick up. Anyone can play it, and it's super fun. 
Can I just go into the next category just so I can piss you off? Next Which one is it? Best community support. Your nominees are Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14 Online, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Can't wait for Fortnite to beat Destiny 2. Listen, no, 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 no. I, <laughs> this category, this category I am super passionate about because Destiny 2 with Beyond Light made the biggest 180 in terms of content like uh community support just everything the biggest 180 with destiny 2 beyond light and if they do not win this category if any of these games win besides destiny 2 i will be thoroughly pissed and upset for a long time can i just say this one thing and uh, this might make you upset i think no man's sky just has almost as a right to, for this as well, because they've taken such an amazing, uh, like, such a long road. When No Man's oh, Sky yes. came out, oh no, continue. When yeah, No Man's, uh, No Man's Sky, from when it was released, was a Cyberpunk 2077. It was, it was a failed, very bad release, zero content, and and over the years they have just slowly built their reputation up to what the game is today. And it's a very, it's a phenomenal game. It's a great game, but now. Uh, and I think that the community is obviously as well. It, it's had like a very steady community as well, and it's been growing. It's it's still growing. Honestly, I even think that best community support. I think Minecraft should be on here. Where the fuck is Minecraft? Minecraft has the biggest community in all of gaming. Where is it? I don't know why Minecraft isn't even on here. I feel like because like they have games from past years. I. I'm sorry. It's just it's upsetting because there are games that obviously have support. Then Apex. I don't want to say it like that, but Apex Legends. It has bigger than Final Fantasy. I I hate to say, even Fortnite. Whoa. Minecraft? Are you kidding me? It has the biggest. Well, yes, I do agree with that, but I think you have to put it in perspective of how they do the game game awards every year. It's like they're they're trying to do it like more more up-to-date stuff and like minecraft was good when it came out and minecraft is still good till today like there's there hasn't been like a patch where it's like oh minecraft sucks how long ago was fortnite it's like 2016 wasn't it it is now 2021 almost 2022 yeah but like my my whole thing with like the destiny 2 and no man's sky argument for this category in specific no Man's Sky, yes, absolute trash when the game came out, and I and I fell for the scam. I bought it day one, and I was thoroughly disappointed in it. But the thing is, from that day, No Man's Sky was like, screw this, we're going to make it right with our community, and they listened. From day one when they released the game, what was it, like three, four years ago now, something like that? Maybe even yeah. a bit longer. Yeah, from from day one, they uh, they've been striving to make this game but, the, the game it is today. But that's the thing. From day one, they strive to make it better, and they have every update they pushed since day one made the game better. Destiny like two, Destiny two was absolute trash until Beyond Light, and Beyond Light came out in twenty twenty one, and that's also with when they like cut ties with Activision and everything. So like. That, that is why I'm so passionate with Destiny 2. I do think No Man's Sky has an amazing community and they do deserve to be on this list. But as yeah. far as like 
within the year span, Destiny 2 has done so much for the community, and it's it's amazing. I mean, this shit, I have, a, I have a ghost tattooed on my arm for this. Like, I love the game. Oh, by the way, also, let me just say, the ghost in... So if you don't know what a ghost is, it's like that little robot thing. You guys should take a look at our banner. There's actually a ghost in our banner. You know whose idea that was? That was Christian's. They see, yes, said, hey, you think... You can dot the eye with a ghost, and I said, "Yeah, I mean, the artist probably would be fine with it." And yeah, she was. She did it phenomenally. I, I am very passionate yes. about yes. Destiny because it is my favorite I, game, and that is why I'm voicing it how I am with the community. I, support. I, I, I understand that if Battle Block Theater was on here, and and I, I yeah, you'd be the same I, way. <laughs> I'd be the same exact way, same exact fucking way. Uh, but the saddest truth is, I, I'm sad to say that I, I think Fortnite's going to win this. I don't. Yeah, and it's it disgusting. Too. It's disgusting. Every single category that Fortnite is on, if you see the word Fortnite, that's why I'm saying Minecraft should be on here. So at least Minecraft, a, a game that actually deserves it, that the Revolution Gaming actually that actually deserves it should should win it. I mean, I that's agree. What I'm like it definitely deserves it over Fortnite. It's it's upsetting that it's not. Uh, do we have to go over this one? This one's very boring. We can um, just go over the names. We'll just go over the names for it, just so it's 30. out there, so people we have know. Thirty. We are. We also are thirty minutes in. We still have a giant topic to talk about: innovation right, well, and accessibility. Let's, yeah, let, let's plow through the rest of the list. Forza Horizon Five, Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank, Rifts Apart, The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. Your nominees. We're gonna go on to something that's. Best A best AR and VR. Uh, I actually kind of want to talk about this one, so let's go over it a little bit. Your nominees are Hitman Three, I Expect You to Die Two, Own Echo Two, Resident Evil Four, and Sniper Elite VR. I, I just want to say something quickly. I think VR it, it, as a as a medium, it's been growing. Obviously, it has been growing. We're getting now like full-length games like Half-Life Alex. We're getting now Resident Evil ports, Hitman 3 ports. I mean, I think that it, it, it it's a great medium. I think that more full-length games should be on there. That's all I want to say. Christian, you have anything to say? My only take on VR, AR games is I can't play them. I get motion sickness after 10 minutes. So, unfortunately, even, I'll never be able to enjoy them. That's AR. Well, take take away AR aspect, VR mostly. I'll, I get sick after ten minutes. You put a headset on me like that, I I can't do it. AR games are cool though. I like it. Oh, we got a big one. So let's actually talk about this. Uh, best action game for the best game and action genre focused primarily on combat. Your nominees are oh boy, oh boy, not looking great after last episode. Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, Flu. Far Cry 6 and Returnal. Who gave Back for Blood a what again? It was like a 6 out of 10. 6.5 6 out of 10. Back for Blood should not win this. Chivalry. Uh, chivalry. Honestly, <laughs> Death, Deathloop or Far Cry 6 is going to win this. I And I agree with this. So. And I can truly see Deathloop winning it because I'm sure a lot of people and a lot of our listeners have either seen or played the game and it's phenomenal. So I can see Deathloop winning. Yep. Yep. Uh, the best action adventure game: Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. Uh, 
stacked category. Um, any one of these should win. <laughs> and, and any one of them could win. I want to see Dread win. I want to see Nintendo take home some, you know, some awards this year. I don't know if I want to see it. Nintendo always wins a bunch of rewards. I feel like this year they're they finally do. slowed down because they didn't release that much. So oh, they're no. all really good though. Every everything oh, on no. this list for action adventure is really good. So anyone who wins this category, fine by me. Honestly, holy shit! Are you fucking kidding me? What? That's that's got to be a troll, right? Like Cyberpunk 27's best oh. playing game. Are you? I got did, a lot. They to play say the about same game category. that everyone else played. Yeah, I got a lot to say about this category, so I'll, I'll, I'll sum game. it down to like a couple minutes, though. So continue. Best role-playing game. Your nominees are Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, Tales of Arise. So yes, best RPG category. All right, I've literally played. Every title on this list, except for Cyberpunk 2077, because that game can go F itself. Yep. I've played, uh, um, I played Monster Hunter Rise. Oh. Everything on this list is a fucking gem. Monster Hunter Rise, beautiful game. It's Monster Hunter. It, it's amazing. Scarlet Nexus, amazing RPG on the uh, Xbox. Absolutely loved it. It was really like innovative and creative with what they wanted to do with it. Shin Megami Tensei 5, amazing RPG. I love it. Tales of Arise, another amazing RPG that you I played went over it and on the first episode. episode one. On the first episode, and I got like an 8. That, that, that's I, a phenomenal score. Like so all of the games on here, except for Cyberpunk, are amazing. And honestly, I want to see Tales win, because that would be a big step forward for the Tales series. So I do want to see that win. Okay. I would love well, if Tales win. I don't have a lot to say on this category. I've played Monster Hunter Rise. I'm not the biggest Monster Hunter fan, unfortunate, but it, it's just the truth. Uh, so, well, I think any one of these could, could win besides Cyberpunk 27. However, Cyberpunk 2077 won. That'd be so fucking funny. I, I would lose all faith. <laughs> all faith is gone. Best fighting game. Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba. The Kinokami Chronicles. That's a game. That's cool. Yeah, I've, it's actually I've, really good. Is it like is it like Mortal Kombat Demon Slayer or is it like uh, Brawl it's Demon like, Slayer? Uh, it's like um, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Four type game. Okay. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, Virtua Fighter Five, Ultima. Ultima, Ultimate Showdown. All I'm going to uh, say is Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is going to win. That's, but that's honestly, it. but does it deserve it? I yes. think it kind of does. It does. It's a great game. If Nickelodeon All-Star Brawls win, that's an A-plus for every freaking Nigel Thornberry main out there. All right? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm so excited for this next category. Because uh, it, it's it's loaded with games that I've I've played every single one of these games. Best family game. Your nominees are It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, WarioWare Get It Together. 
every single one of these games is really, 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 really good. Um, just take out Super Mario 3 World because that's just a remake. It, it's it's there's nothing special about that. Let's just talk about Bowser's Fury because I'm that's that's the, that's what they are nominated for. They are nominated for Bowser's Fury. I heard uh, it's really good. It's really, really, really fun. It's another 3D Mario game, except it's done in the same style as 3D Worlds. Like it's a, it's a it's like a 3D game. So like you can actually move your uh, like your your camera around. Mario Party Superstars, super fun game. I'm still playing it today. I'm still trying to get people together for a tournament of a Mario Party tournament. I think that'd be super fun. So anyone who wants to do a Mario Party tournament, hit me up, DM me. Uh, I think that'd be super cool. WarioWare, get it together. Another WarioWare game, great game. Pokemon Snap. Uh, it was it was really really fun. Um, I think it's a little lackluster in content. I think it needs a little bit more content, but that's just me. And it takes two. We've talked about this. It's it's a great great game. Any one of these games, I deserve to win. Yeah, I like them all. Uh, I will say just one thing about Pokemon Snap. It's it's more of a nostalgia feeling. It, it yeah. does lack content, but it's a great nostalgic trip, especially if you played the original. So played the original. Man, any any one of these games, any one of these games can take it home and I'll be all right. I'd be fine with any single one of these. Best sim or strategy game. Your nominees are Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, Microsoft Flight Simulator. What are your takes? Microsoft Flight Simulator is going to win. It's and so I good. wanted to. It's so it's it's fire fire game. Uh, best sports and racing game. So, do we even have to talk about this? No, just say the nominees, and we all know one's gonna win. F one twenty twenty one FIFA twenty 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 two EA Vancouver slash EA Sports. <laughs> Almost threw up. <laughs> Not for long, bitch. <laughs> Forza Horizon 5. Hot Wheels Unleashed. <laughs> don't. I'm telling you, don't knock it till you try it. Is it good? It's fucking good. All right. It's so Riders good. Republic. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. Deserves to win. Yeah, it's going to win. It's going to win. Yeah. All right. Best multiplayer game. Your nominees are Back for Blood, Knockout City. Takes two. Monster Hunter Rise. New Worlds at Valheim. Um, um it takes two or New Worlds gonna win this one. Uh yeah, back for blood. I think you mentioned this last time. You said that the the crossplay also uh was was phenomenal in this game. So I would I would, I know you don't like Black for Blood as a as a game, but for the crossplay mechanics that you said were, were really really good it is it is good um only issue here yeah. yeah the only issue for being in best multiplayer game is they they still need to fix the connectivity issues it's still bad fair. so fair, but but what they're taking on is a giant under is a giant task and you said yeah. it was implemented really well so i think it definitely deserves its spot spotlight it's the here best out there best one out there so far for crossplay yep um, Monster Hunter Rise, eh, New World, eh, Valheim, eh, you know? I, I, that's what I'm saying, though. It Takes Two or New World, only because when New World came out, it was huge. It Takes Two is it's phenomenal. So, it, it, one of I those feel like two it will take it, it home. Should, should win. 
<laughs> Content Creator of the Year. Oh boy, your nominees are Dream, Leslie, Balls, Ebuy, and Gref G. I only uh, know of Dream, so yeah, Dream. That's my only opinion I, I think on Dream's that. gonna win. He's, he's he's one of the biggest content creators, and he blew up this year. So if he, he he deserves it for put your differences aside for whatever shitty stuff he's done. You can at least notify that he is the content creator of the year. He's he's been in the spotlight for all of 2021. I think like uh, it's definitely it definitely he deserves it at least somewhat. Um, let's move on quickly. Best debut indie game. Um, let's talk about this again. The Artful Escape, Beethoven and Dinosaur, Annapurna, The Forgotten City, Modern Storyteller, Dear Villagers, Ooh. Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Ember Lab, Sable, Shedworks, Raw Fury, Iron Gates, I mean, Velheim, Iron Gate Studio. Coffee stain. Um, once again, indie games. Um, yeah, just to quickly sum up this category, I think uh, Valheim's going to win this one. Just because it was really huge when it came out. Uh, and opposed to the rest of them. But I only say that because that's the only game I know on this list. And But we already talked about the indie games and how they deserve everything, so... This is a this is a loaded one. Most anticipated game. Elden Ring. God of War. Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West. Sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Unknown name. Starfield. Elden Ring should win this 100%. I don't give a shit about Legend of Zelda. I don't care about God of War. Elden Ring, it looks the coolest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to every everyone. I, I'm sorry. I can see either Elden Ring's gonna win this or or, or the Breath of the Wild sequel. Yeah. One of those it's, two are gonna win it. If God, God of War, War I, I know wins it's it, a great I'm gonna game. be disappointed. I mean, God of War, I, I understand it. Starfield, I understand and like all these games I understand, but honestly, Elden Ring and Legend of Zelda, I think, are the two biggest. But we saw Elden Ring. I think Elden Ring deserves mostly because they've given yeah, us so much. We saw and uh from what I saw on Twitter the last few days, a lot of people got copies of it already to play it, to test play yeah. it. Yeah. I've seen like, people play it. It looks awesome. It looks like yeah, another Dark like, Souls games. Out of out of all of the games, like Elden Ring's the one we have actual gameplay footage of so I mean, it's like, I mean elden ring's made by dark souls people it's from from software so i can I mean, love them they're so good they're so good uh best esports game wow, are you serious smash isn't on here so wild yeah. uh okay uh best esports game your nominees are call of duty counter-strike global offensive put up two League of Legends or Valorant? League's gonna win. It's the biggest esport out there. They they always pull the most views, and it's gonna win. League League's gonna win. You you can't you can't say esports without knowing what league is. League's gonna win this one. Uh, best esports athlete: Chris Simp. Wow. Okay. Lear. Once again, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. These are actually really much harder than the last ones. You can, uh, you, know? you could just, you could just say the uh, the quotation ones because that's what people know. Oh, but them it's as. way funnier if I say it the full way. All right, all right, all right. So, showmaker Sue, 
Agomed Collapse Kalilov. <laughs> Alexander Simple Kotsiliev. And Tyson Tens Ningo. All I'm uh, going to say for this one, because I know most of these, either Simp or Simple is going to win. They are amazing esports athletes. One of those two are going to win this event. Next category, best esports team. Atlanta Phase, COD. DWG Kia, uh, uh, League of Legends. Adis Vincere, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Sentinels, Valorant. Team Spirit, Dota 2. Atlanta Phase. No, there, there's, there's no argument here. It's Atlanta Phase. Best esports coach. Parrot Silent Gaziev. Entry Eng Slolokov. Uh, Entry B1AD3. Rundensky? James <laughs> Crowder Crowder. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I'm just seeing that now. That's too funny. <laughs> so funny. Kim Kakoma Jung Gyun. Unfortunately, I don't know any of these guys, which kind of sucks. I don't know sucks. any of them either. Uh, best but kudos, kudos to whoever wins it. Best esports event. 2021 League of Legends World Championship. International 2021. EGL Major Stockholm 2021. PUBG Mobile Global Championship 2021. I mean, 2020. Valorant Champions Tour Stage 2 Masters. The 2021 League of Legends World Championship is going to win. It's League. Anytime League is in the category, they're going to win it. When it comes to this kind of stuff with esports, it, it's going to be League. League has to win this one. Uh, Yeah, so that's that wraps it up for the nominees. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching the Game Awards if I'm not working. Maybe Extra Life will have something for that day or we'll watch the rebroadcast maybe uh but if not uh we'll definitely record it uh in the next podcast whoever whoever wins definitely gonna yes we'll definitely go over everything jesus christ it's almost been an hour what the fuck we still have <laughs> yeah, a we still have a hefty talk topic to talk about huh this is so these these are supposed to be bite-sized episodes like we stated in the beginning but these two needed to be covered, and the one we're about to talk about needs to be covered in full. So yes. it's going to be a little bit longer, but just note, like, in future bite-sized ones, they're not going to be this long, we promise. So what we're about to talk about next, it's it's definitely sad, it's scary, and if you've been keeping up with the news, you, you definitely know what's going on. Uh, we're about to, we don't like to get too political on here. I don't like to bring up, like, really, really bad shit. Like, because this is mostly about a gaming podcast. But when this type of stuff happens in the gaming community, it is a hundred percent important to talk about. It's a hundred percent important to to speak out, to speak up, to say what what's actually on your mind. What we're talking about is Activision Blizzard with their ongoing lawsuit in sexual harassment uh, lawsuit. If you've been keeping up, this has been going going for all of 2021. They got like there's just there's been so much, and recently a Wall Street Journal. Uh, article has been put out saying Bobby, Co- Bobby Kotick knew the whole thing. If you don't know who Bobby Kotick is, he is the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Uh, he's been there for a very long time, and it says that not only has he known, 
is he he's he's a psychopath. Honestly, and he he is a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Lightly. So, a warning for this next part. There's gonna be strong language, uh, especially uh, definitely scary stories. Uh, all of our stuff we're about to talk about is 100% real. We're not going to joke about any of this. This is this is super, super serious stuff that we're talking about. So I actually have the journal, the, the article pulled up. Um, so if you don't know, a little bit of background for this, this story. Uh, about a while ago, um, I think that uh, was, they, they got... Uh, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing filed a lawsuit in July alleging that the company ignored numerous complaints by female employees of harassment, discrimination, and retaliation, citing what it's called a frat boy culture. Um, uh, they, they've had numerous things called like 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 cube crawls where they were just like women like like do weird shit. It was really weird. They had a room called the Epstein room. It, it's weird. It's weird. it's so disgusting. Like, uh. it's, it's really disgusting. So when this first came out, you know, there wasn't a lot of information, but now there certainly is that this is 100% true. Uh, for those who are still defending Activision Blizzard, you can take your copia and get the hell out. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's... And just, just to be clear here, you can fully support a game and enjoy a game, but absolutely hate the people who developed and published it. It, so it like, takes two. It takes two. It, I mean, that's exactly. So like, ju- just because like the publisher is trash and everything like that, that doesn't mean the game is automatically trash either. So like, you can fully support the game, but not support the people who made it. So let let that 100% be clear. True. But let me just say right now, there is a boycott going on of that Activision Blizzard games. Uh, so if you want to definitely join in solidarity to everyone, boycott them for at least right now. Take at least a month off till sales plummet, uh, because that'll definitely show at least the share stockholders and definitely the board. Well, let, we'll get into that in a moment. Um, so let's go over what what we know so far. The Wall Street Journal put out an article, a, a wild article, um, saying that Bobby Kotick. He he knew a bunch of this. Um, Bobby Kotick uh, put out response like a while ago, saying that he didn't know, and they're striving to better themselves. It was all it was all a lie. It was all bullshit. Um, they it was all they, just smoke and mirrors. All of it. I mean, I mean, what else would you expect? I mean, it's division. Honestly, I think this is even. This is this is just this is just awful. It, it's disgusting. You guys can read all for yourselves the disgusting stuff that they have done, disgusting stuff that the, that the head has done. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna read a couple of uh, stories for you. Um, so the first one is that that they that since he knew, like he's gotten many many reports from um, human resources or or like whatever that department is that, that, that this has been going on and completely ignore to tell the board of directors what the board of directors after this article comes out is would you like to take it away? What their, what their response is pretty much what the board said. Um, 
they're, they're pretty much sticking by him and defending him in his actions. Um, let me see if I can pull. So, little snippet here. The Activision Blizzard board remains committed to the goal of making Activision Blizzard the most welcoming and inclusive company in the industry. Under Bobby Kotick's leadership, the company is already implementing industry leading changes, including a zero tolerance harassment policy, a dedication to achieving significant increase to the percentage of women and non-binary people in our workforce and significant internal and external investments to accelerate opportunities for diverse talent. The board remains confident that Bobby Kotick's appropriately addressed workplace issues brought to his attention. Yeah, they they literally think this guy is just their saint and that he did everything right and that he has done no wrong. And they truly believe that everything he's implemented is working. It's it, it's honestly disgusting um, that the board, I, I don't know. They're just a bunch of cucks, as 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 uh, Moist Critical said, that they are just a bunch of cucks. I don't know why they are defending. It is hurting their numbers. Look at the numbers. If you want to look at their stocks right now. The, the their stocks are dropping. Their their numbers are dropping. What was the player base? Also, their their sales you said were dropping, right? Like by like fifteen yeah, percent. So couple couple uh little notes here on that too. So um for Call of Duty Vanguard, you know, the biggest game they release every year. Uh for UK sales are down forty percent from last year's Cold War game. Forty percent down. And then an overall percentage is 29 percent of its player base in the last three years is just gone like that that's a lot of people to just say screw this like that's huge and then if we want to go into like the stocks aspect of it they're down almost 30 percent this year for their stocks this year alone 30 percent uh decrease it's it's massive numbers and like they brought it to themselves they did they did all of this to themselves um so let's get into what they've specifically accused Bobby Kotick of, because I actually have the article with me, and I'm going to read an excerpt. So this is a story about an uh, employee named Jennifer O'Neill, uh, who was going to be a, one of uh, Blizzard's co-head, making her the first woman to lead one of the company's business units. Uh, I believe uh, she's Asian-American, and I believe she is also a, a part of the LGBTQ community. Um, it was definitely, it looked like it was a step in the right direction. Um, but she, I guess she knew that she would, uh, it was clear that the company would never prior, she says completely, um, um, she confessed a lack of uh, faith in the Activision's leadership, uh, saying it was clear that the company would never prioritize our people the right way. Um, Miss O'Neill said that she had been sexually harassed in her career at Activision. She said she was paid less than her male counterpart at the helm of Blizzard. Uh, she said that she had been tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against. Um, um, and she even describes, quote, a party for an Activision development studio she attended with Mr. Kotick around 2007, in which scantily clad women danced on a stripper pulse. At the same party, a DJ encouraged female attendees to drink more so the men would have a better time, according to another person who was present. Ms. Klasky, uh, 
said Mr. Kotick, Miss Klasky is like her, is Mr. Uh, Bobby Kotick's like lawyer or the legal team. Mr. Kotick didn't remember attending such a party. Uh, the company announced on November 2nd that Miss O'Neill's leaving Blizzard at year end. Uh, she said that it was it was her decision and she said that it was best for her and her family, which I completely support. Um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it sucks. It really does suck. Mr. Uh, Bobby Kotick is definitely just like just it's just the worst type of person. Um, he, it, it it feels like there's there should never be an instance within the games industry where this this type of stuff should happen. And I'm scared because I'm scared that this is happening everywhere. I don't know if yeah. every single studio uh, like like out there, but definitely. I mean, I mean. Companies have this type of stuff all the time, um, but to get the, to this level of bad, this is this is bad on even like a normal. If Apple like headquarters were to do this, this that would be bad. But this is this is this is awful. This is abysmal. It's disgusting. Um, it, it just it it sets a precedent of like what gamers in air quotation are like. Like everyone's gonna think now, like oh. These gamers are just horny sex monger little dirtbags that just want to rape, you know, and like that's far from the truth. It's way far from the truth, and and this is just like you you can't be doing this kind of stuff. Like I'm sorry, but like we're it's 2021, almost going to be 2022. Like come on, did we not learn from hundreds of hundreds of thousands of other cases like this that hey we shouldn't be doing this in the workplace? Like what the hell? What the hell are we doing? And it's yeah. it's disgusting. And like what what annoys me more is when you know they these people they try to bring it up to their superiors, the higher ups and everything, and they just get shoved under the rug. They're told, "Hey, don't talk about it. Don't bring it into public. Let's keep it private. We'll we'll handle it personally or we'll settle it out of court." And it's like, "Come on. Like that's disgusting. It it truly is disgusting." Uh, like, I, let me just read another one. This is the most, one of the most damning, and I think this, this, this is absolutely disgusting. Um, in 2006, one of Mr. Uh, Bobby Kotick's uh, assistants complained that he had harassed her, including by threatening in a voicemail to have her killed. Are you serious? You, I, 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 I can't imagine what she must have felt. This is one of the, like, 2006, they are still huge. They are still huge in 2006. He's a very wealthy man, and threatening someone's life, that's insane. Activision, yeah, that's... I mean, he settled the matter in court, um, which is insane. I think that he should... It's 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 crazy. Uh, Activision spokeswoman said Mr. Kotick quickly apologized. You don't get a quick apology for threatening someone's life. I'm sorry. This is this is gonna get me really sad. You don't get to quickly apologize. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm the one of the most most wealthy people in gaming. I'm gonna have you killed," and then just say, "Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> it was an accident." You you don't get to do that. Uh, I mean, uh, it must be terrifying for the per the assistant on this part. To have to have that happen, he deeply regrets the exaggeration and tone in the voicemail to this day. So obviously, this is a real voicemail. Uh, um, uh, in two thousand and seven, he was sued by a flight attendant on a private jet he co-owned. The flight attendant claimed the pilot's 
the plane's pilot had sexually harassed her, and after she complained to the other owner, Mr. Kotick fired her. Uh, the defendants denied the allegation and a separate action delayed legal fees in this case. Arbitrator citing what he said was sworn testimony wrote that Mr. Kotick told the flight attendant and her attorneys, I'm going to destroy you. A spokeswoman for Mr. Kotick denied that he said that. 2008, they settled by paying the attendant $200,000, basically a slap on the wrist for Bobby Kotick. Um, a spokeswoman for Mr. Kotick said he couldn't have fired her in retaliation for complaining because she never complained directly to... Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I just... it, it seems like they're, they're, they're digging for scraps. They're digging for scraps. Yeah, it's just, it's it's so bad. And like, like going back to like the whole thing, like even even shareholders for Activision Blizzard are calling for him to resign. Like it's not just like run of the mill peoples, and it's not just employees either who are calling for this. Like it is straight up, their shareholders are like, get this dude out of here, or like there's gonna be consequences. And honestly, it's not it's not even shareholders at this point. It's not even shareholders anymore. Xbox is now also cutting ties with them. I mean. It would seem logical. Phil Spencer announced, too, uh, I don't have the full entirety of the quote, but like a little excerpt of it is he he straight up said he's they're evaluating all aspects of their relationship. When someone like Microsoft is even saying like, hey, we got to think about this now. It's big. It is big. And when you have the board backing up this piece of shit human, it's hard to get anything through. Like, it's hard. So let's talk about what what we can do in in instead to 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 bring light to this. So a you can obviously boycott their games for right now at least until at least something changes because there needs to be something. I know that there's gonna there's there's lawsuits in progress. That's not enough. We need them to get off without a slap on the wrist. There needs to be a change in management. There needs to be a change in their ways. So obviously boycott. There's also a signed walkout in Activision Blizzard with over how many people signed? So this is um, as of Thursday. I have the numbers from Thursday. I don't have today's numbers, but they're at 1,100 signatures. And this is just employees. And they also released the list of people who signed it. And some of them are big names in the company. Like, it's not just run-of-the-mill, like, a janitor or just someone who does, like, video game testing. No, it is big head developers, lead designers, um, visual effects, all of it. It's all on signatures, 1,100 of them. And then for change.org, as of Thursday, there was already 5,800 signatures for that petition, which anyone can sign up for that one, which I highly suggest doing. It's just... I feel like there needs to be a change. Um, obviously, their stocks have tanked. Uh, so, honestly, speak out about this. It, it's definitely important to speak up. Uh, it's important to to say, hey, th- that this is wrong. It shouldn't be happening at all in general and definitely should not be happening in a gaming company. This is a company meant for entertainment purposes. It's disgusting that this even happened in the first place. Uh Extra Life family definitely uh, supports all of the victims and families in, in this situation. And we're, we're sorry that this ever, ever happened. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. Uh, so do your part. Uh, speak up. Um, whatever, whatever petitions 
are out there, sign them. Um, they're, they, you, you can look at the all uh, the journal uh, article for yourself. There's a ton more information that we didn't go over that is still disturbing. Thousands yes. of more more claims and accusations with proof with proof by the way that this these are not yeah, the, the, there's 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 proof for everything that we talked about there's proof of it like we're not just pulling out of our ass here it there's it's, all proof for all of it every single every single thing has like a like either an email or a voice memo or whatever you you can find it you'll you'll be able to find it it's all it's plastered everywhere. Yes, uh, and uh, one more thing too. I just want to say about these signatures to put in a little bit more perspective on it. With uh, this is as of Thursday numbers. Remember this. Uh, for the eleven hundred signatures, that's just about ten percent of their employees who signed this already. So to put that in perspective, ten percent of the employees signed it already. More growing. More more are signing it to yes. day to day. I mean, there needs to be something that needs to be changed, um, especially 100%. especially with this. So, uh, if the, for some lighthearted news, I mean, try like let's you know let's get let's change it. Let's change it in the workplace. Get Bobby Kotick out. Um, replace him with someone who actually cares about his company, who actually cares about the players, who cares about the games. Let's let's it's get a change. Hopefully, the board will change their stance. Hopefully all of this will be over shortly. Bobby Kotick won't get just a slap on the wrist and then time moves on. But I think that the change is definitely in motion. I don't think that he's getting off with just because if if even if even if the lawsuit doesn't do well, the employees will do something. I think that the employees are already doing something. Exactly. I think we all need to band together as not just gamers, but as like good human beings. Like that this is beyond just putting a title on it as like, oh, I'm a gamer, so I gotta support this. Like, no, be a good person and support this. And and this goes for all workplaces, not just in Blizzard Activision. I'm talking everywhere. Like, things need to change, and they need to change for the better. So, anyway, guys, uh, I'm sorry that we had to end it on such a, such, such, such a heartbreaking news. But, listen, it's a call to action more as, like, something that's, that's happening. Call to action. Do your part. Do your research. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, that does it for us here. Um, once again, hearts go out to everyone involved. Um, on some more lighthearted news, um, we're going to try to record, if not next week, we're going to record in two weeks so that we can get more stuff for you guys. And we're definitely going to go back to our regular scheduled program. We had to talk about these two big ones because uh, they're definitely big. They're important. They're meaty. This is, I think, this is the longest episode we've had, which is absurd considering yeah, this was supposed it's, to be it's short. It's pretty big. Like, so like, like I said, like probably like a half hour ago at this point, most bite-sized episodes are going to be under like that thirty-minute mark. This we needed to talk about both of these together because they were both just kind of came up together. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, we love you all so so much. Thank you for all the support you guys have been giving us. Any last words, Christian? Uh, just just do better. Do better for everyone, honestly. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Uh, take care. Do your part. Love you all. Yes, yeah, see you guys later.